Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milkies Softies Nursing Pads have three layers of plush natural fiber that protect against leaks and they are reusable. And we're going to hear more about the Milkies Softies Nursing Pads later. But this week we are hosting a giveaway sponsored by Fairhaven Health and you can visit the Badass Breastfeeder on Facebook or the Badass Breastfeeder on Instagram and you can enter. There'll be a post there um, starting on Tuesday the 18th. Tuesday's the 18th, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, 18th. Um, <laughs> the giveaway will go live. You can comment there, enter the giveaway and for those of you listening we're going to add a bonus word for to to um to reward those who are actually listening to the episodes. So if you add the word the secret code lactivist to your entry um on the giveaways on Facebook and Instagram, I'll send you some surprise badass gear along with the prizes which are Fairhaven Health Milk Saver, the original milk saver, um the nursing time tea and the nipple nurture balm. That's your gift set. Oh, that's awesome. That's the prize. Yeah, awesome prize. And then if you add the word lactivist and we know that you listen to the episode, I'll send you some surprise badass gear. Yeah, and that is only for people that have listened and know the special code word. Code, right. Yeah. Exactly. Reap exactly. the benefits of listening to us weekly. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> so hope you enjoy. So you can find that, the giveaway, how to enter on um, Facebook and Instagram, and you'll see a little... You know, a little meme episode giveaway with this episode um, name on it. Fantastic. And um, so, yeah, we'll hear more about that later. And Diane has our review of the week. I do. And this review comes from, oh, I can't even see it, Gordon Meggs. And it is titled, This L&D Nurse Loves Your Podcast. I am a mother of three who has been exclusively breastfeeding for the last six years with only one three-month break and love it. I've had many of my own struggles, bad mastitis, and as a medical professional, I've heard a lot of misinformation passed along to me and to my patients. Your podcast has really empowered me in my own breastfeeding relationship as well as my role as a labor and delivery nurse. Thank you so much for all that you do for us breastfeeding moms. The struggle is real and we need support with the correct info. I especially loved your episodes on vitamin D and iron supplementation, vitamin D and iron supplementation, alcohol use, and myths. Keep the fab work. Keep up the fab work. P.S. Have you heard of the probiotic Avivo? I have, and it is a good one. Um, if you were wondering about that, and anybody else who like is looking for a probiotic, Avivo is a good probiotic. So I, I wanted to answer that question for her. Um, but this is a great review to go for our topic this week. And before we get into our topic this week, I just want to thank you guys for the reviews because we've been getting some great, great reviews. And um, we love reading them. We love knowing you know, what you guys love and don't love and what's helping, what's helping you with your journey um, and you know, suggestions and things like that. And keep them coming. We love them and they help us a lot. They do. They really help us to uh, be seen by other people too. So thank you. Thank you. 
Do you want to tell them what our episode is So yeah, about? so this episode is going to be a lot of fun because this is all about how you are going to deal with those medical professionals that are not supportive and not um, educated in lactation. So, you know, when you go to the dentist and the dentist is like, oh, well, your child has cavities. Are you breastfeeding? Well, breastfeeding is really sugary. It's just like M&Ms. It's all over your teeth and it rots their teeth and you have to, you know, you have to wean or they're going to rot their teeth out. Okay. Or, or your pediatrician and the pediatrician's like, well, your baby's six months now. So they need, you know, to have cow's milk or they need to have some formula because your milk isn't fatty enough. Or, you know, it's their year now, so you can stop breastfeeding now because now it just turns to water, you know, you know, <laughs> or the pharmacist that's like, no, you can't have this because you're breastfeeding and it's going to, you know, affect your baby. All those people, we know them, we go to them, we've you know, we them. The feedback. Yeah. <laughs> we've met them, um, we, uh, you know, we know them. And I get a lot of times people ask me how do I deal with this? Or do you have any links that I can give to my doctor? Or do you have anything that I can tell my dentist who's telling me this? Um, and so I thought that it would be a good idea if we just like talked about this um, and what to do, what mm -hmm. to do and how to deal when you're, you know, when you have this medical professional who's giving you what you think or what you know to be the wrong information. It's really frustrating. It's, it's frustrating for us. I mean, I can only imagine how it must feel for new moms be, right now because you're being inundated we, with information. We Our society right now is just like so overloaded with information that what do you know? How do you know what you're supposed to listen to or what's right, right or what's not right? So we tend to listen to, you know, our doctors and the pharmacist and, you know, the dentist and people that we trust to give us the correct information, but they don't necessarily have breastfeeding background. No. And they, they likely don't. Right. They likely don't. I mean, to become a, you know, an, an IBCLC, which is what Diane is, you go through a ton of training that is focused on just lactation. They don't, I mean, it's not, yeah, sure. They probably had a class or something or did a round or something around, you know, labor and delivery around breastfeeding or something, but that doesn't mean that they've had training, specific training in lactation. The other thing with it too, I think, is the lack of information or the lack of education maybe for families. And and that's not the fault of the families. You know, like it's more of and you, I've heard you say this too, Abby, a ton of times. Like when you got pregnant, you didn't even know what a lactation consultant was. No. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't either. And I have a lot of people that tell me that they didn't even know that we existed until they had a baby, which is fine because you don't need to know, right? Right. But but you think you would at least heard about something, right. you know, heard of it. So you don't realize that there are people that are very, very highly specifically trained in this field that are specialists that can help you with this and that way you can be like oh, okay I'm not quite sure about this information that I got from the pharmacist about breastfeeding so <laughs> maybe I should ask somebody who has information about breastfeeding and they can help me with this problem yeah and you would hope that the person who is not specifically trained in lactation and definitely does know there are people out there called lactation consultants would refer you to a lactation consultant but that 
usually does not happen. It's really weird. Like we are a medical professional, you know, we are profession. We are in the medical field. We do, we are recognized. There's tons and tons and tons and tons of research yet. I don't know. We're just kind of like looked at as the evil stepchild of (laughs) the birth world. I don't, it's really weird. It is. There's like no respect. Yeah. It's really, it is weird. It is really strange. So I, I don't know what, I think what our point today is to help you guys know, to know that this is more like we hear this a lot and maybe help you try to know how to combat it and what kind of responses you can have and things that you can do about this and, you know, how to even know when it's happening. And I love, that's why I love that review because she does work in the field and she's acknowledging there's some really bad information out here. And does the hospital setting, honest to God, like when I see people right after discharge, their second or third day, whatever home, one of the biggest things I hear from everybody is, I get, I hear something different every, everybody that came in my room told me something different. Everybody I talked to told me something different. There's no consistency. You could give birth in the hospital, have, you know, a different nurse every day, different nurse every shift, a doctor come in, a nurse practitioner come in, a pediatrician come in. Every single one of you is going to tell you something different. They're not on the same page. So what do you do about that? You know, how do you get everybody on the same page? But you have to educate you so that you don't have to worry about what they're telling you. Right. I mean, so, yeah, that's what I I mean. I really wanted to give people like some specifics about let about like what, you know, what can you do? Because I hear people want and the thing is that people want to do different things. It's very similar to like if somebody has an incident when they're breastfeeding in public, say you're at, you know, whatever. Right. Wherever you are the restaurant and somebody says, you know, you need to do that in the bathroom. Um, everybody has a different way that they want to deal with that. Some people want to go right to the press. Some people want to go to the manager. Some people want to just leave and not give the place their business. Um, and so it really has to do with like what you're comfortable with and what you're going to feel satisfied with doing. Um, and I know me, like I'm, I'm obviously a breastfeeding advocate and I, um, don't generally shy away from confrontation, (laughs) but the times that I have been faced from, you know, with bad information from a medical professional, I've just kind of rolled my eyes and not said anything. Cause I just don't feel like dealing with it. Honestly, I'm just like, I don't, I just, because I just didn't feel like dealing with it. Yeah. It becomes a battle of wills, you know, exactly. It's just like, I don't feel like getting into an argument right now. And like, you know, I don't feel like it. I got enough going on, man. I know. There's enough going on. Uh, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I do a lot of work with breastfeeding and that's, you know, that's, you know, that's where it's got to stop because I don't, you know, I can't just make it about everything. Um, but some people say, some people, a lot of times people will write to me and they'll be like, do you have a link, you know, to, you know, information about this specific thing so I can give it to my doctor because they're giving me a hard time about this. And that's something that, that you can do too, is you can, you know, look up if you want to do that, if you want to try to educate your doctor, um, or dentist or whatever, um, you can, you can do that. You can smile and nod. Smiling and nodding is really, you know, I think that's not, um, I don't think that gets enough credit. 
a lot for of people do like, that. Yeah. Yeah. For just like, man, just let me get through this. You know, yeah. if you're at the doctor, who knows how many kids you've got, you've got, you know, you're running around and you just want to like, you know, you just want to get through it. Yeah. And then they're, and they're telling you why you should night wean your 19 month old and you really don't care to hear about it. You know, right. Like and, uh, but I think there's also a lot of people too. So here's the other thing. Here's the big thing is that I think people think when their doctor tells them that they need to night wean, that they need to night wean. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, your doctor works for you. You're paying their paycheck, mm-hmm. your doctor, your dentist, your pharmacist, whatever you, they are not in control of you. They are not the boss of you that, you know, you, you, they can tell you all these things and, you know, you need to night wean. No, you don't. You don't owe them anything. You don't need to do the things that they are telling you to do. This is where I think that the whole smiling and nodding thing is like useful. Cause it's like, okay. Um, and the, you know, it, and my thing is like, you know, that this is not, this doesn't affect you at all. You know, your job is to clean my, my child's teeth and to fill their cavities. You, you don't, if you think that I need to night wean, why are you even bring that up? That's a great, uh, that you have that opinion, but your job is to fix their teeth, fix their teeth. Right. Stop giving your child lollipops. No, <laughs> I'm giving my child lollipops cause they like them and you fix their teeth when we come in for our checkups. That's how this is going to go. Okay. Right. You know, I, I mean, it's like, why do you even like, this isn't even, this is like not, <laughs> this has nothing to do with your specific role here they if i've had some moms tell me that they just don't even talk to their doctors about this stuff because they know where it's gonna go so they but they like them for other things you know like oh i like the way my doctor interacts with my child and you know we have the same views on other things i just don't go to them for breastfeeding or i just don't talk to them about that because you know that they're not going to give me the information or whatever they don't know the information so they know where they can go. You know, they, they have their own village of people. I know I can call you, you know, lactation consultant for information. I can talk to my doula. I can do whatever. And they know not to go to the, these people. They know not to go to the dentist. They know not to go to their, you know, their doctor, whatever. Right. But the important thing is that you, you know, can smile and nod. You can just not bring it up. And if it comes up unsolicited, which sometimes it really does, yeah, that's usually how it comes up. Yeah, you can just smile and nod, or you can give them information if you want to. Yeah, if get you into really want to get into it and you want to educate them, by oh my god, by all means, like thank you, thank you to all the people out there who really can get into it like that and have the emotional strength and stamina to do that because I think that that's like. <sighs> I mean, on one hand, I smile and nod because I don't feel like doing it, but I feel guilty about that because I feel like it's my responsibility to be a part, to know that they are have they have the wrong information and that I don't use the opportunity, you know, to do that. So it I don't know, sometimes you just know that with certain people that's yeah. You it's you're not gonna get anywhere with it. Mm-hmm. You know, some are very responsive. You know, some really are very responsive to the information and some just aren't. And that's just, you know, you're going to get that in any field, but right, uh, it's really, it's really frustrating. The, um, they're often when I'll give out information to take to their doctor is about medications. And that is something that I really try to empower women about a lot because we just blanketly 
go, okay, yep, they told me I can't take this and breastfeed, so now I have to pump and dump and not breastfeed anymore. When it's perfectly fine to take that medication, people just don't look it up. They don't look it up. They don't consider it. They don't have your history. They don't know anything about the baby. They don't know anything about this stuff. They just say, no, you should not. And there have been times where people have asked me about a medication and I've looked up the medication and it's actually a medication that they give to babies or little kids. And it's like, so why are we telling this mother she can't take it? If it's safe to give a baby in the NICU, right, which is where it's used sometimes, why is the mom not okay? Or if you take it during pregnancy, right, then all of a sudden you can't take it anymore when you're breastfeeding? Come on. So that's why I like to be able to tell people like, here, take this information about the medication and bring it to your pharmacist or bring it to your doctor so that they know this is okay to take. And they know you're not trying to be non-compliant, but they need to educate themselves on that because they really don't take the time to do it. It doesn't no, come up they that don't. much. How many times is it going to come up that they have to, you know, deal with a breastfeeding mom who's on this specific medication? Probably not that often. It's not something they do every day. Right. Let's talk more about this after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Have you ever leaked through your bra or shirt? Well, it's a problem no more. The Milky's Softies nursing pads have a three-layer design that guards against leaks without adding bulk or puffiness to your bra. A pluff, plush, natural fl- fiber layer rests lightly against your skin and wicks moisture away quickly. Did you get that? A plush, natural fiber layer rests lightly against your skin and wicks, wicks moisture away. The inner microfiber layer is ultra-absorbent, and the other layer is a microbe and leak resistant, but are they bulky, Abby? Well, I look like I have a sock stuffed in my shirt. No, the softies nursing pads are contoured in shape to provide a better and more comfortable fit designed by breastfeeders for breastfeeders. Softies keeps us dry and comfortable, confident and proud. And this is the best part. The nurses pads are machine washable and reusable. So you aren't creating garbage and wasting money. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. That's fairhavenhealth, F-A-I-R-H-E-V-E-N, health.com, and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. Uh, And these sponsor links, all of our sponsor links, all of their promo codes can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com along with um, all of our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, including show notes for each episode, and information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. And I also have our breastfeeding tip of the week. And every week um, we poll the badass community for helpful hints and supportive comments. um, And we like to read them during this time. Um, And so this week I actually asked people what they would say, this is funny that this is this for this week, what they would say to somebody who was criticizing them for breastfeeding. And on Instagram, the blue blonde uh, says, do not let someone else's opinion make you second guess yourself. Your body was created with the ability to nourish your baby. The journey will have a million ups and downs. And at one point you will look down at your precious smiling baby on your breast and say, thank goodness. I didn't listen to the negativity. 
And I just love that so much. Thank you so much, the true blonde. The blue blonde. Blue. blue blonde. B-L-U. The B-L-U blonde. Um, awesome. I think that's a great tip, and I love it. And um, yeah. I love, it. I love it. It's perfect. It is. And you could say um, the same thing <laughs> to your doctor. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of things that they might say that are going to make you feel, you know, like, like you're doing something wrong. Or you might be like, wait, I really think that's wrong. And don't doubt yourself. Doubt them. Because, you know, a lot of times we are right. If it feels, if it feels right, it's right. If it feels wrong, it's wrong. And, you know, the medication thing, I think that's like, you know, I think that's a good point because you can't smile and nod your way through that. This is something that they are like telling you that you need to interrupt your breastfeeding um, relationship for. And it's like, it's most of the time it's not true. And even if it is true, if you can like, if you can like, there's an infant risk center that you can call the hotline mm -hmm. and you can work with people to find if it truly is um, a problem, the medication that you're going to have to take, you can, oftentimes you can work with these people to help find an alternative that will be safe. And so you won't have to interrupt your breastfeeding. And I think that our doctors are not, you know, if you're going to have surgery or something like that, and, or you have some sort of issue, um, you know, like you said, they're not, they're busy. They're not looking it up. They're not taking the time to figure out, you know, this specific situation for you. Um, but if you figure it out on your own and you bring it to them, they will most likely be like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. We can use that instead. That's okay. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's okay just to about question. Totally. It's okay to question it. You know, like Abby said, they work for you really. And if you're developing a relationship with a pediatrician, especially, you know, you're going in, you're just had a baby, you're developing a relationship with a pediatrician, you're asked, you know, you have to ask the questions, you have to know where they stand with everything. You're going to be this, it is a relationship, you're trusting them with your child, and you're, you're there a lot in the beginning, you know, you really oh, are. Yeah. So being able to feel comfortable asking questions, and if you don't feel comfortable asking your doctor questions, or, you know, confronting them on some of this stuff, then maybe that isn't the right one. I mean, I know sometimes there's not a lot of options, but I just want you all to know that like, you don't have to, you don't have to just kind of blindly go, oh, I'm getting all this really bad information or not know where to turn for the right information. Yeah. I mean, that's how we ended up with the pediatrician that we have now is that the one that I was, that we were with at first with Jack, I mean, I've talked about her yeah. <laughs> here before. Um, I was like, this is not, I can't deal with this anymore. You know, I just don't, this isn't working. I don't want to deal with her. And I knew from other people just from like asking around or even just like asking people on Facebook who lived in my area. Um, they're like, Oh yeah, we really like our pediatrician. He's like really support, you know, breastfeeding supportive and, you know, so then, you know, I just switched. You can switch. They work for you. These are not, these are not your, you know, uh, I yeah. don't even know like what to, you know, they're, these are not like, you know, you don't have to, you can, you can pick, you pick, this is your insurance is paying for these people. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, you are in charge. So, yeah. So. Yeah. It's, um, same thing with any, any medical professional that you yes, see. Yes, you get to pick a dentist. You get to pick your doctor. You get to pick your pharmacist. Yeah. 
And I don't know. I mean, like, if that's a CVS or the Walgreens or whatever, just be like, I'm not coming to this Walgreens anymore. I don't even know that they should be giving you. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know if they should be really. They should be referring you somewhere else to a lactation consultant. That's right. what everybody should be doing. Right. I mean, I know that we. But I had a situation recently, and I know I, I texted this to you because I was just like, oh my god, where there a mom had went to her pharmacist because she was looking for something to give her one month old baby who she thought was constipated. And the pharmacist told her an ounce of prune juice with oh yeah formula with two ounces of formula. And I was like, what, why is a pharmacist giving that advice? Yeah, that, that's not, no, that's really not safe. And thank goodness her pediatrician was like, that's not a good, that's way too much volume for one thing, you know, but it's like your pediatrician or your pharmacist should not be saying things like that. Your pharmacist should say, why don't you ask your pediatrician? That's yeah, what here's what your, yeah, your pediatrician sent this to us. Here's what they sent us. Yeah. So it really should be, you know, people that know and think about it. Like if somebody is giving you breastfeeding information, it's okay for you to say to them, how much breastfeeding training have you had? Instead of just blindly accepting what they have to say. And totally. that could even be yeah. your mother-in-law. And do it. Yeah. And I would, yeah, I mean, just definitely do it and do it. You know, just, you don't, it doesn't have to be like a fight, you know, just be like, oh, you know, I know that, you know, not everybody's really educated in breastfeeding. Do you have like any, you know, extra yeah. training in it? Or where did you, where did you get your breastfeeding training? You know, like it could be anything. Mm -hmm. Any way to put it out. And it really, like I said, doesn't even have to be. It could be, you know, great aunt Sally feels the need to advise you on everything you do with your child. You can even ask her, where did you get your breastfeeding information? <laughs> great aunt Sally. Yeah. Where did you get your education Where from did you get field? your degree? Oh, okay. Nowhere? Uh, yeah. Thanks. Be quiet. Yeah, I would definitely deal with Aunt Sally differently than I deal with my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why, yeah, I feel like it's also, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like if my kids are there, too, like, I always want to be very careful about how I'm, like, you know, dealing with the doctor. Because, again, and, you know, you said this before, like, you might really like your doctor. You know, you might really like, I really like my dentist, you know, that I bring my kids to. Like, I'm going to, I've we've found, we've found, we found the one. She's the one. Like we, this is who we're going to see. I hope she works until my kids are grown. Cause this is who we're going to see. Um, but I'm not talking to her about breastfeeding. I mean, it's not a thing anymore. It's not a conversation for us anymore, but I wouldn't talk to her about it at all. And if she said something to me, I would likely assume that she would say something like breast milk is really sugary and it's going to give your child cavities. And I would say like, okay, you know, all right. And I would just move on with the conversation and I would probably tell my kids later, like, that's not true, but you know, we're not going to get our breastfeeding information from our dentist. Right. You know, that's just, you know, here's an example, Jack and Exley, you know, life lesson. Here's an example of when you don't take this information from this person. I, you know, I, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of information. I'm not going to go to my husband for, you know, you know, information about my, allergies right he doesn't know he doesn't know <laughs> he doesn't know he's not trained in that but for some reason when it's somebody with md behind their name we yeah, just and they just know everything right yeah. we just and they're really they're just regular people they they're are just people with specific training and they do there's a lot of things that they don't know right 
And you would not hire them to come and fix your plumbing, right? So why would you hire the plumber to take care of your allergies? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's really kind of crazy. And we need to remember that lactation is a very specialized field. Yeah. And so it's your choice, you know, so you can do the smile and nod. Um, And I feel guilty about it sometimes, but don't feel guilty about it. Like if you feel guilty about it, if you really want to do it, you really want to confront your doctor. Great. If you don't and you want to do the smile and nod, don't feel guilty. You know, it's a really great like way. If you don't feel like you have the emotional stamina to deal with that, just, it's a great way to just kind of move on and get what you need from that person and leave, take what you need, leave what you don't, you know, you're getting there, you're getting from them what you need, leave the stuff you don't need. If you want to try to gather some information, some like links from the internet, you know, Kelly mom is a good site. They got a lot of stuff about, um, you know, the cavity thing, the, um, you know, whatever breast milk doesn't anything, turn to water yeah. anything anything you go there kellymom.com you could search for it if you want to bring that stuff to your doctor that's cool if you want to get into like a if you want to write there you want to just kind of get in you know back and forth and be like hey did you know that that's actually not true um you know you could you know do what you have to do i think what feels right to you and what is not going to cause you too much stress that's my thing is that we don't need more stress. So pick the avenue that feels less stressful to you. And in the end, if it's not working out, get a new doctor. I just feel like people don't realize, not everybody realizes how you can just get a new doctor. And like you said before, it's not always an option because if people live in super small towns, there's maybe not a bunch of doctors. Um, But if you have the option to change, you are allowed to change. Now, another thing that I have also seen come up, which is another option that maybe you could open yourself up to, is have somebody else give the pediatrician the information. You know, like I've had people, or I've even offered to say to people, I I can write something up for your pediatrician if you want to, or I can send a, you know, like I can send them information if you want to. I have a friend who's a chiropractor, does a lot with pregnancy, and um, some stuff with babies, you know, postpartum. And whenever she has somebody that tells her, oh, my doctor said A, B, and C about chiropractic during pregnancy or whatever, she'll send them information. She'll be like, oh, okay, I'll send your doctor some information about why that's not true. And it really, maybe coming from somebody else, you won't feel so, you know, like you're being confrontational. Yeah. Just call your lactation consultant and say, hey. Send my doctor some info on why I can still breastfeed at night or why my yeah, milk is I mean, the water. Lactation, yeah. Right, right. yeah, the lactation consultant is a part of your medical team. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got all these people and they're the breastfeeding piece, which is an important piece. And it's not to just be brushed and slept under the rug. Right. And that's okay. You know, like it's. It's, this is really, it's frustrating. It's hard for us because we see this information getting out there and we're constantly, you know, combating it and saying, no, that's not true. And this is why it's not true. Um, and that's one thing that I like to do. If somebody questions me about something or if somebody says, oh, I ate this food. So now my baby must be gassy because of that. I don't just say, no, that's not true. I tell them why it's not true. Right. So. I don't know why any medical professional can't do that for you. 
you know, if they say, oh, you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be feeding your, your baby anymore. They're over a year. You shouldn't be breastfeeding them. I would say, well, why, why not? And if they say, because your milk is water, I'd be like, well, how do you know that? Why would you think my milk is water? What, what's going on there? You know, they should be able to back that up with some real life fact. And if they can't, right. then that's going to tell you that they don't know. Yeah. That would be enough for me. Right. Kind of like yeah. how you were saying that time um, with the solids. And you can go back to our, you know, a couple weeks ago when we listened, when we did the solids episode, if you didn't listen to last that one week. yet. Was it last week? Holy cow. Yeah. Times are flying. So <laughs> the where Abby questioned her doctor, the same one that she's talking about, she fired <laughs> earlier <Yeah. laughs> about giving solids. And why do you start with cereals? And, you know, why should I have to do that? And her answer was because that's what they told us to do. She said, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. You sound that's so just, flaky. That's, that's just what they told us. Right. That's and how she sounded, too. She looked really surprised. And she kind of looked up at the ceiling. And she went, I don't know. That's just what they told us. And then you go, great. <laughs> I'm thanks. like, yikes. I know. But that's, that is the way. To, and you weren't being confrontational. You were just like, well. well Not at all. Right, no, I know? didn't know that that was going to be her answer. I mean, I thought that she was going to have like a real answer for me. Yeah, no. So that's what, yeah, it's not, you can just ask, generally ask questions and like, you, you know, you can see the true colors, you know, come out of what they really know and don't know. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and you know, and leaving your doctor, like firing your doctor or going to a new p pediatrician, it's not, that's not, you don't have to tell them. I never told her, like, I'm not coming back to you anymore. So you gave me a wrong answer. <laughs> I, I mean, I just like, I left. And then I asked around and I called like this pediatrician that my friend's you know, that people I knew was recommending and I made an appointment and that's just where we went from now on. I didn't like go through a huge, like dramatic breakup. Um, I just switched and they didn't call like, where are you? No. You need to come back here. Like you you're, this is, you just go, you know, you don't answer to them. You, you just go and go to checkups yeah. to, to who you want to go get checkups from. So hopefully you won't have to deal with uneducated professionals too much, but we see it come up an awful lot. So you might have to deal with yeah. it at some point yeah. or another. You probably at some point or another will run into it. Yeah. But you know. so hopefully you have some idea of, um, and you know, getting prepared, like listening to this and getting prepared about how you would deal with it is very useful, you know, cause you do that too with like, I know that I've done it with breastfeeding in public. I always have in my mind, you know, what, I know a lot of people have in their mind kind of what they would do if something ever happened. Mm -hmm. And so this is just the same thing. It's just, you know, feeling a little bit more empowered, a little bit more in control of just kind of knowing what you would do or say if, you know, if it came up. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.